fifth, fifth man, installment of the Mindcast. Wow, we're starting wow, over. Yeah, it's raining now. Don't leave wait, that in, I wait, swear wait, to God. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Don't Hello, everyone, and welcome to the fifth edition of the Mindset Podcast. That's right. And um, you're here with your man, Selvin. And we got Mark to his right. Uh, we got, who else? Oh, wait, 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 wait. we have a... I thought you were passing it to the left. Yeah, you're supposed oh, to pass it to the left, right, man. Okay, uh, left, left every left, time. Go, 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 go. All right, go. We've got Selvin here. <laughs> go ahead, Mark. All right, we got Mark. You got Chris. And, go. and, and a special guest today. Special guest. Um, I'll allow, allow him to Drum introduce roll. himself. My name is Darian Hafiz. Okay, we got Darian in the in the building, yes, right? Man. Um we, we we what teased you guys last week that we were gonna have something special for you and um we wanted to add another mind to this podcast today. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Darian is going to obviously tell you a little bit about himself, um, what okay. he's currently doing. Um, and ultimately, we want to pick his brain. So this is going to be another session where he has no idea what's coming to him. <laughs> he has no idea what the topics Ooh, are. We're going to dig in. Uh, we're going <laughs> to dig in and try to try to get his perspective or where, figure out where his mind is at with different subjects that we, we poke at. So... Uh, without further ado, we'll be ready, eh? he thought I, he was going to get out of this easy. I hope so too. No, there's man. no getting out of this, man. I wasn't you told what was going on here. You're stuck, man. You're stuck with us. You're here for the hour, man. Yeah. You are. Mark, is your Surprise. phone even even recording? Oh, Mark's phone's oh, probably not, not even recording, but it's okay. Really? Oh, there we go. Oh, oh, good to go now. Yeah, so no, he's good. So we'll cut you in after. You guys should actually check out the the setup that we have. Maybe we can show show a picture. Go to our. Uh, Instagram stories or Instagram page. Mm-hmm. I got on my story. Oh, see, Chris oh, has yeah, it on Chris his stories. Um, but our my, our setup now is just like top notch. Hey, yeah. I wouldn't say top notch, but it's pretty good. It's getting there. It's pretty good. Yeah. We, got, we got a little got mixer. Little We've whistles. got a little four bells cameras going on. We got three <laughs> microphones. But yeah, we're, <laughs> <laughs> we're good. We got, we got that nice little setup here. there. No, um, so you know what? Off the top, let's yeah. pass it to Darian, and Darian can kind of tell it's you good, a little bit about him and. Where he fits into all this and and why he's spontaneously here. Where I just told him, "Come up here, Darian. Let's do a podcast." <laughs> <right>? <laughs> so. like, okay, sure, let's go. Well, well, there's a lot. So, I, are we gonna do the full version, or do you, like how I know you, how I met you from you the beginning, or give are we us gonna... the the because we'll, we'll, we'll get into that. I think uh-huh. eventually we'll get into that, maybe even for like five minutes or so okay. later on. But give us an idea of of where you're currently at in life, where you're currently at in the world of business or right. jobs. Um, and, and what you're looking, your overall mindset is uh, in regards to going into everything, going into the world, going into everything in general. All right. Um, well, in, in terms of life, I'm, I'm 24 years old. Uh, I'm recently out of Ooh, university. Oh, not wet yet. Um, <laughs> recently out of university. Uh, I went to university, studied um, sciences. I did a double major in biology and medical sciences. Um, it's very large mouthful for just I did a lot of science stuff um, <laughs> wanted to pursue medicine uh, from a very young age but as I got closer to it and as I started to see things from from the university perspective and into the field and stuff I realized that it wasn't quite what I thought it was going to be uh, it wasn't what I envisioned myself doing for the rest of my life and I, I made a change I pivoted uh, along the way uh, before I even got into university in high school I picked up a, a part-time job and it was in sales and I realized that I had a, a pretty good business sense so I I always had that and I always thought to myself, even if I did get into medicine, that I would want to 
run it as if it was a business. And I don't mean that by capitalizing on, on people and, the, mm-hmm. and their health issues right. and exploiting that. But what I meant was um, I wanted to be my own boss. I wanted to do things my own way right. Right, and be in charge. I didn't. I never really saw myself working for somebody. Right. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to be limited in terms of, of creativity or in terms of advancing myself. Um, so I always thought of it that if I did get into the medical field, I'd open up my own practice and I'd do things my way. Mm-hmm. Um, so I always had that in the back of my mind. When I got into sales, I actually started doing pretty well in it and I, I thought I had a knack for it. So when I pivoted away from doing medicine, I still finished my degree and I have that and everything else, but um, I pivoted towards business actually. Mm-hmm. So. I saw a business opportunity when I was 17. Uh, a friend of mine showed me. I wasn't even old enough to legally take part. <laughs> so I watched from the sidelines for a bit until I finally turned 18. Turned 18, jumped right in, uh, got to work. And I started to learn. I started to meet a bunch of amazing people. I learned a lot from, from different people in all walks of life. And I started to slowly kind of refine how I approached that business. Yeah. And from there, um, that has led me into other opportunities where I'll meet somebody and they say, you know what, you're very good at what you do. Um, Cause at the time I was just a broker for services. Um, right. So like business services and home services, right. I was helping people out with that. Um, Thumbs up. <laughs> yeah, really, really, I was like, oh. They're like, they're like oh, you hit that clock. No, no, no. Okay. too long. Um, but I, I would meet people through that and they, they'd say, you know what, you're you're a broker and you love dealing with people it's very obvious and you're actually you're good at what you do right why not broker a larger transaction mm-hmm. you know, or, or broker something else and I thought, well, what are you talking about mm-hmm. and this is a real estate agent i was talking to and they said look i mean as a realtor you're a broker in, in that sense right. and um there's also the mortgage market right where you are brokering you're in between a, a client and a bank and there are large sums of money but what he said is that you're doing the same thing you're great at talking to people and you simplify things very well that people can understand right. it's like but why not take a piece of a much larger pie and i thought yeah that makes sense so i transitioned into the the mortgage market i've um, mm-hmm. been doing mortgages real estate and investing for a little bit uh the last two years about now and then after that just through meeting more people through through that and through the the first business that i was still i'm still running Right. Mm-hmm. I was introduced to a third opportunity <clears throat> and that is also in the financial sector because I'm, I don't know why I, I kind of gravitate towards it. I'm pretty good with numbers and, and money and math. And uh, people have, have said, you know what, um, I think you'd like this. And I would take a look at something else. And now I've gotten into other streams of investing. And at the end of the day, what I try to do is it, it's still the mindset from why I wanted to get into medicine is I wanted to help people out. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, at parts of me were like, man, I'm, I'm not going to be able to do that anymore if I move away from medicine because mm-hmm. that was the way. Right. Um, I saw it for many years, and I wanted to be like my idols in, in those spaces. Like Dr. Like, Quinn, medicine woman. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would say more of like a, like a Patch Adams. Um, but I, I actually I had an uncle in the States who was a, a surgeon. He was fantastic at what he did. Right. And he had a huge heart and he helped so many people and he actually passed away years ago but when we went down to oh sorry when we went down to his uh his funeral in the Mm -hmm. states that it was the biggest church i've been to in america and it was packed and it was so packed that people had to listen from the parking lot wow and i was like this guy has touched so many people i want to do the same thing right and as i learned as i moved away from medicine it took a little while to transition my my thoughts towards it's not just that's not the only way to help people Mm -hmm. right and to become a, a man like that, that I want to be, I don't have to do it that way. There are other ways to do it, right? right? So I found my way of doing that into the, in the financial side because right. it's not everybody has 
a, a serious health condition, right? Correct. Every now and then somebody's going to get afflicted with something, but like not everybody's going to have a serious health condition that's it's going to change their life. Mm-hmm. But money affects everybody, right? Yeah, it's, yeah. it's the system. It's the way things are today, and everybody needs it. You rely on it, and you have to figure out how to work within that system. So you can impact more people, I guess, through money. Yeah, and, and that's kind of the way I like to look at it now and see it. So it's I still get to be the same person and do the same things. Right. And there, everyone knows in the days of business, there are terrible business practices out there, and people get abused oh, all yeah. the time. Yep. Yeah, right? just a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> and, and my approach is I, I want to be able to help people and, and not not be that person right i want to be the person that actually guides them and helps them and i want to upsell you because i make more money if it's right. something that's going to end up make, wasting more of your money or hurting yeah, you right. in the long run correct. Right? Correct. So. yeah so i i want to treat people the way that i would like to be treated in terms of the business field right, right. so that's that's kind of my mindset i think i covered everything you asked right? that's, that one, that's pretty uh, damn good mindset <laughs> history good. look at that first podcast i gave i asked you for a little and you gave me a um a Lots. nice, well-rounded um, piece of pie here. Yeah. Always like, under-promise and over-deliver. over-deliver that's over-deliver. what it is, right? <laughs> See, I, I wanted to, to, or we wanted to bring Darian in because um, we like to highlight people that do things. And mm-hmm. um, we, we, we want to showcase doers and we want to showcase people in the industry that may be going through the same things as others but haven't reached that plateau or haven't reached that, that specific situation where... Mm-hmm. Um, he can give you some insight on another direction he might have taken or um, his, his, his outlook on, on life um, in your specific field or in the financial field. Um, but Darian, oh God, I've known him since he was, he was a little child in a, in a stroller. No, 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 no stroller. There was no stroller, but um, Not quite that uh, far, we go but... way back. Yeah. Um, but what we're going to do is we're going to toss him in there. We're going to see where, where his head's at with a bunch of, of these topics that we pull up. And hopefully you guys like him, like him uh, a lot. We bring him back <laughs> hopefully. For, a couple, oh, yeah. for a couple of episodes, right? Chris has already agreed. Chris is like, yep, done, sure. co-signed. Yeah, yeah, he's already back. We need some more young blood in here. See, yeah. there you go. <laughs> so call us old folk here, that Mark? Oh, uh, yeah. I heard we're it. old, we're old. I feel it too, man. You feel it? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, with the, with the weather today, you must feel it in the joints, <laughs> eh? No, man. So, okay, let's start this off. Um, I usually toss it over to Chris first. <laughs> but I know based on our last couple podcasts... Chris, you got any topics for us? No. Oh, oh Chris oh. never has any topics. Chris. He just speaks from, from, from wherever from we heart. pull it. He speaks from the and, heart. Um, He'll speak on it. So yeah, we're man. obviously going to our man, Mark, on the on the sideline there. Ooh, we're going to start with you as okay, always, Mark. Okay, okay. And we're going to hear what, what you have for us and, and we'll we'll try to dissect it. So once again, um, before <clears throat> I toss it to Mark, um, you are listening to the Mindset Podcast and um, the smart guys here. And we are trying to figure out your mind and where your mind is at with some of these topics. Business, yes. life, growth. But um, overall, um, where your mind is at with with things that we bring up to kind of test you out. Do, so, do we dabble in relationship stuff? I no no could be could be touchy. Yeah, if it comes up, it comes up. But we want to stick to more. Business. I don't think we're translating to no, everyone there. No 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 no. no, no. Why don't why don't we? You know why? Because Mark. Likes what? his young and restless man, why? and it's a relationship. Thing. Every episode. Well, <laughs> well, what I was gonna say is, why don't we 
leave it to that like if, if you would like to share then you're you're allowed but not forced or yeah, not correct. necessarily pointed not our intent right. not pointed <laughs> questions remember we said like Seinfeld we're gonna bring it up once yeah. per podcast it's gonna work oh, goodness um, so yeah, let's let's kick it to Mark, man. What do you got for us? Pick our brains. Uh, what I wanted to talk about today is opportunities mm. and how we actually deal with opportunities, right? So you have to remember that opportunities come every single day, even when we least expect it. Can we all agree on that? Yeah. 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 For sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. You know when that when that opportunity comes knocking at your door, it's up to you to answer that call or to block it out, right? Mm-hmm. So in everyday life and uh, in the work aspect, um, when opportunities arrive, you have to find a way to take them. That's just my, my honest opinion. You have to find a way to take those opportunities and grow with those opportunities, right? Because from that one mm-hmm. will come another. Yeah. From that other one, will, there'll be another one after that, right? So mm-hmm. it's up to you, like how you handle it. That's just in my honest opinion. Well, do you, do you think I was going to let you get away with just bringing up no, opportunity no, well, and not, not explaining and breaking down, hey. breaking down where that festered from or where, where in your life? Like, like hey. Dr. Phil here will come on and be like, guys, I think you need to do this, this, and this, but I'm not going to relate it to my life at all. Oh, man. But no, someone's going to check you and be like, hey, man. Let us let us know in a, a time in your life that you got I'm, faced. Hey, with I'm, <laughs> He's getting I'm, there. I'm oh, gonna get there. Listen, oh, thanks. That was just the Can I have the mic back, please? Prelude? Can I have the mic? Oh, that was Can the prelude. Okay, okay. <laughs> give us, give us the, the, the real situation then. The main opportunity that that came up for me. It's okay. It's okay. No, we're good. Like spikes, yeah, yeah. Um, the main thing that came up for me was meeting you. All right, I'm gonna Aww. put it. I'm gonna no, no, no. I'm just gonna. I'm, we should have a little like. I'm just gonna like put it out there. I guess we oh, are talking about relationships. relationships. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we are. <laughs> Maybe we are. Okay. Don't kill me. So Grab your there, was a, there was a campaign that was brought out onto Facebook. Mm-hmm. Hey, mind you, I never knew, never knew about it, never knew what it was what it was really about. Mm-hmm. Um, but in my mind, it was, it was an opportunity that I couldn't really pass up. Mm-hmm. Um. You you had brought out a, a, a gaming system. You could win it. Right. You can win the gaming system by answering this post. It was on Facebook, right? So I put my name in there, and then lo and behold, I got the message that oh, you know, you won the you won the game. And um, after that, um, we had to meet up so I can actually collect the yeah. item, right? Yeah. So I was like, do I do this or should I not do <laughs> yeah, this? Cause, this yeah, I, I, I stayed in my car for a bit. I was like, hmm, <laughs> I don't know sketchy. this guy. <laughs> hey, you know what I did? I brought my wife for support. <laughs> so I brought my wife with me. I was like, hmm. Moral support. Moral oh, support. Man. I was like, oh, you got to come with me. You got to meet Salvin, right? So when, when I first talked to him online, you know, it sounded like a really, really good opportunity to, to, to take on hands-on, right? To meet this person to see where it goes, to, to learn about the business that he's in. And um, yeah, it just it just happened to be the right time and the right moment that we actually met and talked everything out. And I, we, look where we are now. Yeah, yeah, crazy. Look where we are now. We've been with you guys for over a year. Yeah. And um, But we've known each other a, lo- a little bit longer than that. Well, you know me. I always try to give credit where credit's due. Well, yeah. Okay, yeah. so, so <laughs> opportunity-wise. Yes. Um, I didn't select you. 
Chris selected you. What? So Chris, wait, 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 Everything in life happens for a reason. That's my motto. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. So when it came to um, opportunity, mm-hmm. it was two things that made that opportunity possible. It's the gaming console contest, and it's the selection of the individual. Chris and I went back, and we looked at people that have submitted it. Chris did a little bit of background into who you were. and You mean wow. it wasn't randomly selected? No, it wasn't randomly selected. No, 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 no. Okay. You were a photographer. Right, right. We wanted, I remember you know that. what yes. we were trying to do? We were trying to get um, in, in, in touch with people that are like-minded. But we also wanted to give it to a, um, a business owner because we are business owners ourselves. We, we always right. look, you're always looking for ways to give back. So even right. if it was that, that initial thought of giving it to somebody else in the field that we're in, entrepreneurs right. or somebody along right. those right. lines, yeah. that's what, what our first impression was. So the selection was done by Chris. The only thing I will take credit for yes. is the opportunity after the fact because uh, there's two ways okay. I could have done it. I could have seen you. Mm-hmm. Given you the console, told you thank you for signing up for a contest, and, and goodbye. Right, right, yeah, <laughs> but I did take it upon myself to say, you know what? I'm listening to you. I see where you're coming from. Mm-hmm. I know you need a little bit of help, and I'm willing to give you the opportunity to grow right. from right. that one interaction because I also believe that when people are put in front of you, mm-hmm. you shouldn't shoo them away or you shouldn't. Um, you should you should bring them in. Yeah, um, right. nurture them, give them advice, whatever the case is, right. and then what they do with right. that advice ultimately is up to them. Right. But mm-hmm. what you could do is the helping factor. So I think there's two things that connected this story that made it possible. It's the selection from Chris, and yeah. then it's the aftermath where we take Natural it from. Interaction. Correct. So mm. I, I I spoke on I'll speak on that part <laughs> and say and and I'm, I've always been like that. I've always yeah. been the person that I will always give credit where credit's due and. And that's where a lot of right. our mindset, mindset literally, <laughs> kicks in yeah. with, with Chris and I. He'll, he'll make a business decision, and then sometimes I'll put my personal touch to it. To that, yeah. And you have to have that sometimes because if you think all personal or you think all business, mm-hmm. it will not work. No, we need the balance. Because there's people out there that's all business. Yeah. And they can't do it, but there's people out there that are all personal mm-hmm. and they get taken advantage of because yeah. they don't yeah. know when to stop and think right. business-wise. Yeah. So you yeah. got to have a collective effort of both minds in order to put yeah. it together, right? You have to find the sweet spot between the two. Ah, correct, that's correct, that's right? The Goldilocks zone, if you want to call it. <clears throat> Left yeah. side, right side, basically, yes, right? right. right. Yeah. So with that said, um, that's cool. Your story's, your story's actually, yeah, you're I, right. I your, your story's I, cool. Yes, yes. And I appreciate you saying that. Um, and, and you know what? We've actually uh, enjoyed. This is not a sad time. We shouldn't have any crying here. <laughs> no, no, but no crying. We've enjoyed We've enjoyed working with you. And, and this is just the beginning, actually. So yeah, um, Mark is our resident photographer, mm-hmm. if you guys don't know. He follows up us places except for the bathrooms. <laughs> but he, he tries to follow you. Sometimes. I was like, Mark, Mark, bro, I'm, t- I'm trying. Um, he is with us 24-7, basically. Um, and he captures anything that you see um, on our page. Technically, anything you see. Um, most of the stuff that we, we have for clients, he's captured. And that's his role. And he is he is uh, adapted that role perfectly. Um, but with that said, you bring up the opportunity aspect yes. and we got to ask, um, we're going to toss it to Chris and we're going to toss it to Darian because yes, I want to hear what Darian sure. has to yeah. say for sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, but I want to know, um, 
Chris is Chris now being the selector. Did he see an opportunity, or does he have another story that can tie in where it relates to maybe a time where he's he's uh, utilized the opportunity yeah, factor, good, or he's yeah. given the opportunity so, to somebody else? Right? Yeah, I think you really touched on it already. Mm-hmm. The whole point of this being an opportunity for us as well as for Mark that the whole reason we selected him was because of him being a business owner, him being who he is and who he represented online. So the reason that we did select him for this prize is because of that. Right. So that gave us an opportunity to pretty much grow our exposure and also just be known to another business owner. See, see, yeah. he gave you the business That's what I wanted to say, yeah. opportunity side of things. Yeah. You see that? Yeah. It's crafty. Yeah. Very <laughs> crafty. Very crafty. Yeah, well, yeah. Which is good. Yeah, everybody's right, though. But yeah, yeah, every day you're faced with opportunities, and it's just you have to every decide day. which ones you really want to capture, I think. Because mm-hmm. it could be a bad opportunity. It comes across your plate, and that could point you in the wrong direction. And maybe, let's say, you t- go with one opportunity you might lose like two years going into this opportunity. Like, That's let's right. say if you make a business decision, let's say me and Selvin, we we partnered up to make this company and two years go by and this thing ends up running to the ground. That's two right. years. That's mm-hmm. based on a bad opportunity that right. we both took on. Took on yeah. But if this company flourishes in the next two, five years, let's say, mm-hmm. that's technically a good opportunity that we both took on. Yeah. You know, so it's kind of like weighing the pros and cons on what you, what could be the outcomes yep. and then accepting the risks that follow through with it. Yeah, see, yeah, I, I couldn't have said it better. See, like I said, he's giving me the business side. Yeah, Flip it back to Darian. I yes, want to know, man. bro. What do you think about opportunity? <laughs> tell us some opportunity or tell, tell us something that you can, you can eat. Or what's easily. the biggest opportunity yeah, the that biggest you've come across? That you've been given so far. Um, well, just in, in general, first of all, to say um, what I think about opportunities, that I think a lot of people are presented with them yep. like yep. every day, every and day. Right. They, they miss them because they're not looking for them, right? Yep. So they glance right over them. Or right. a lot of times people I know, they'll see an opportunity and they're afraid to take the jump, right? right? So it, it could be the, the best thing ever, or, or it could suck. It could be yeah. something that's not right for them. Yeah, exactly. right. But I find a lot of people, they're afraid to, to give it the shot and, and jump in and try it. Right. And I mean, you'll hear a lot of successful people who will say, you know, if you have an opportunity presented to you, take it. And even if you don't know how to do what it is you're asked to do, figure it out later. Find, yeah, yeah, right? find a way. Find a way. Yeah, right, along right, the way. Yeah. Right. And, and a lot of times people are afraid to do that. And sometimes if you take those chances, you realize what I'm actually asked for is, is very possible from me. Right. right. I can mm-hmm. do that thing. I can achieve that. Um, I can learn it. I can study up on it. Yeah. Um, or I can follow somebody else and, and figure out how, to, how it's done properly, right? Right. Mm-hmm. You could even take it and adapt it and do it your own way. And all of a sudden you revolutionize That's true. the, the yeah, idea, yeah, the position yeah. or whatever it is. Exactly. So a lot of people are, are too afraid to take those chances and, and step in mm-hmm. right, yeah. and leave their comfort zone. Yeah, right? it's true. And yeah. if you want to take up, if, if you want to start pursuing an opportunity, you're going to have to leave the comfort zone. Right? Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. so it ties into oh, our, what we were saying last week. So I've heard people say it time and time again in, in different ways in business, but basically the way I look at it is that a comfort zone is a warm and fuzzy place, but nothing can ever grow there, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Or sometimes you've heard like a, a ship in the harbor is safe, but that's not what ships are meant, meant for or built Ooh, for, right? Mark, you're going to have to give up yeah, your, um, okay. your, your uh, what's it, quote of the days to Darian. <laughs> Darian's got them fired oh, off today. I do that. <laughs> zoom, 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 zoom. Thanks, quote thanks, of the day. Thanks, no worries. I'll, I'll leave you one for the end. How's that? <laughs> because Mark, he Yo, knows. Sweating. Mark Darian knows. At the end is Mark's, Mark's final quote, so he knows. I heard that. Okay. Um, 
yeah so th that's what i think a lot of times is just like if you if you have an opportunity just take it like yeah. if it doesn't work out then what they'll fire you okay you've right. lost how a couple of months right. right in the in the long term right in the, in the span of things right whereas if you take it on and it works out very well you can find yourself doing something for 20 years or yeah. longer or you could find yeah. that yeah. being yeah. a stepping stone to something else right. it's yeah. the next thing that's right the next, that's what, yeah. and for me that's what's happened right a lot of times i'll take an opportunity and whether whether it works out or not i try to everything i jump into i try to find the right people to network with, Correct. right, or the right information, mm -hmm. so that even if this doesn't end up working out, I've opened another door somewhere. Right. Yeah. Right? Like a major own path. Made another. Made another. Avenue right. To it, right. Right. So let's say, and not that this has happened to me, but let's say I got pulled on, pulled into a job, and then after three months, it's not working out for me. They fire me. Yeah. In that mm -hmm. three months, do you not think I've had the time to make ten, ten or more Correct. friends? Yeah. Correct. And yeah. someone's gonna need something, or someone's gonna have something for exactly me, right. or know right. someone who knows someone. Mm -hmm. So it, it's like. The, the more people you know, right, you expand your, your actual, your circle, uh -huh. right, and your warm network, and that way you can, you always have somewhere to go and you're never quite stuck. Yeah. Right? Right, right. So. Yeah. Now, do you there. guys think that there's a lot of risk involved in taking certain opportunities, like saying yes or no to a certain thing? Yeah. Yeah. You think there's a lot of there's risk? There's even risk it? saying they no. Can't yeah. yeah, there is. You I can, feel like there's more risk saying no. And that's what, I was, that's what I was just talking about, yeah. right? Yeah. Depends on your perspective. Yes, yes. Because if you say no and you, you, you miss it, right? You miss the boat. And then, you know, five years from now, you're kicking yourself, right? Yeah. Right. That's so, so true. So true. See, I, I think it also comes down to um, figuring out, like, I, like, I don't know. I've, I have a gut instinct. Mm -hmm. I, I have that little voice and some people have it in their head some people have it in their back some people mm -hmm. have it in their heart some people have it's that little it's that little voice man and um, that little voice either says yeah do it or yeah. like don't do don't it, do it. Mm -hmm. and I think that's what you have to listen to like I don't know some people will go by calculated um, history and go by oh, what happened last time yeah. versus what happened this time yeah. um, I just have this little voice in my head that says hey don't do it or hey man, <laughs> that's pretty good take yeah, it do it. it jump in <laughs> Yeah, can't afford it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and and um, I don't listen to it all the time. Mm -hmm. But I've always found, that, not always, but most of the time I found that when I didn't listen to it mm -hmm. is when I find myself in a bad opportunity. 100% agree. Mm -hmm. But, there's a big but, I've always found a way out of it. And what that means is, and I think we touched on it, I think podcast two or three. Yeah, we did. Any and everything can be fixed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. cool. So even if you're a chef, and, and, and somebody's hired you as a chef, but you've never cooked a thing in your life. Yep. And um, the hiring there is really... <laughs> but I'm just saying, just an example. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the first week they ask you to cook, I don't know, some kind of chicken flambe. Right. See, I'm not a chef, yeah. but I do cook at home. Right. Um, and you're not able to, to, to make it happen the first week. I doubt they'll fire you. But what will happen is... Over time, you can perfect it by either trying it at home, mm -hmm. doing something. Just go to YouTube. Oh, you go to, yeah, <laughs> just go to YouTube. Um, and you can always yeah. fix it. Or talk, um, to, or, or talk to someone else who works there who's been there for 10 years. So I think um, the biggest thing is a little bit of what Darian said, take the jump. A little bit of what Chris said in regards to um, make sure the opportunity, or if the opportunity is bad, maybe there's a way you can make the best out of it. Mm -hmm. But you don't want to waste time or... or um, uh, yeah, dedicate time to bad opportunities, but 
Um, with that said, any and everything can be fixed except for if you crush somebody's car. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that can yeah. be fixed. Well, it can be fixed. Yeah, you're right. Didn't you it's see the very... job that that Ricky did? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Did oh job. my god. <laughs> okay. You know what? Let me just take a break right now quick and plug. let yeah. remind quick, people. Quick you plug. Are, yeah. You are listening <laughs> yes. to the Mindset Podcast, and you've got Selvin, Mark, yes. Chris. And Darian here. Our special and, guest. And, and, and our special guest, oh, Darian. Special. Actually. Thank you very much. And I'm going to take the opportunity now to actually let you guys know about our, our sponsor for today, nice. which is Impera Body and Paint. And if you guys haven't been to Impera Body and Paint, it is on Kennedy Road. Here, Chris is going to slowly type his fingers now and figure out the exact address. He's not typing, He's not so we're going to figure <laughs> out. You know, it is on Kennedy Road. <laughs> And, Just um, type into Google. I know, type into Google. Impera. All of our phones are gone <laughs> right now. They're being recorded. Um, you guys, go see Rick. Rick is inside there. Go see Anne. She's, she's, she's a secretary. Tell her we said hi. But go see Rick. <laughs> and say, um, say Selvin sent you. Selvin, Chris, Darian, and Mark sent you. Because yes. if you guys take a look at my Facebook, or not, you, not Facebook, Instagram. If you guys are following me, um, he did an amazing job on a reconstruction of my rear bumper slash quarter panel. And I'll tell you, it doesn't even look like it got touched. So I um, want to shout and give a special shout out to Rick yeah. at Impera Body and Paint. And that is our sponsor for the day. And you guys should go see him because he's amazing. And he does amazing work. <clears throat> yeah, man. Yeah, Rick, Rick, Rick gets a little clap there. All right. So now that that's sorted out yes. and we've got a little bit of perspective and the juices yes. are flowing because oh, Darian's yeah. just dropping nuggets. Very, just yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 nuggets dropped all over the place. Um... We're going to touch on another subject, and I'm going to bring it up. I, th- talk about. I think we should go into a little bit more story ooh, of an ooh. Oppor- opportunities that we've been through. Oh, okay. Or that oh. Darian's been through. Oh. Since okay. he's our special oh, guest. Oh, yeah, sure. You know what? Kick it back to Darian, bro. Yeah, Let it, yeah, because you never really told us about We talked about opportunities, but yeah. we didn't talk about specific ones. Yeah, man. Mm. Tell us an opportunity you were fortunate to get into. Oh, I thought I mentioned that kind of as I went through how I went from one business to the other through different opportunities. But you if you did. want you did. something more you specific. Did. You did. You get did. more specific. Wait, wait, Let's wait, wait, dive wait. in there. I remember, and I'm going to have him tell the story. Yeah. I want to know how you got into deeper into sales. Maybe that'll help you. Because we worked together at one point, didn't we? Yeah, we did. Ah, see. Thanks to you. Maybe you can, hey, there you go. Maybe you can touch on that. So you want me to this go is, through the history of... This is a thanks to Selvin podcast. I Selvin helping podcast. Yeah, man, just a short detail. I guess we'll go back and forth. We'll bounce it, but... Yeah. Well, the, the reason, again, trying to jump on an opportunity once presented to you, the reason why I am even here today is because of, of how I met Selvin. And this goes back about 10 years now. I'm pretty God, close to that. Wow. But... Um, Selvin worked at Future Shop, and my dad was constantly going in there. Um, and my dad had a really good relationship with the manager, so he'd always go and speak to the manager. And you know, special uh, pricing would happen for, for various <laughs> reasons. For various reasons, I don't need to get into for the podcast. Nothing, nothing illegal before no, anyone gets the wrong idea. No. But um, my dad would always go in there and say, "Look, I need this, or I need whatever it is." And the manager would always direct my dad to somebody to help him out. Right. And not every experience was as good as the others, right? Some of them you deal with somebody that doesn't. They're, maybe you don't like their approach or maybe their personality doesn't work the best with yours or whatever mm-hmm. it is. Right. And there was one time where uh, my dad wanted to buy my mom a laptop for, for her birthday. Mm-hmm. And he brought me because I was dabbling with computers at that age and he knew that I knew my stuff better than he would. Mm-hmm. So he brought me along. So we get directed from the manager to a salesman helping yeah. out with the, the laptop at the time, which was uh, Selvin. 
Uh, back in the days of the the cornrows. You had cornrows. cornrows before it started dropping out. Maybe that's yeah. why you have no more hair. Bro, I was pulling I, so I, hard. The kids in the marriage. <laughs> boom. No, but I had cornrows. I was bro. I was bad. Back then, you <laughs> had cornrows. Yes, sir. Yeah, I had a fresh braid up that day With too. your Prestos. I know, yo, Prestos were bro. You guys remember Prestos? <laughs> yes, yo, Prestos were wicked. I don't care. But yeah, sorry. Oh. There, no, for, for our young listeners, those aren't Presto cards. That you to get on the gold train. <laughs> <laughs> shoes. About the yeah, so, so anyway, I go in with my dad and we get uh, passed over to Selvin to help us out with computers. And right away it was going well. We got the, Selvin's approach, it was like he, uh, he wasn't pressuring us at all. He wasn't trying to deceive us, wasn't trying to upsell us on anything. Mm-hmm. He did what most salespeople don't do. Whereas most salespeople will say, this is the one that we have on special or sale or look at this one. They don't even listen to you first, right? Mm-hmm. Selvin goes, what do you need it for? Who's it for? What is she going to be doing with it? Right. How often? Whatever else. And from there, he worked through in his head and he found the best, you know, three or four brands and, and models. And my dad, right away, my dad and I felt comfortable. And I got the look from my dad as we're walking behind Selvin. He goes, this is a guy like he's good. <laughs> so, so we're like, okay, cool. So we're comfortable to purchase that day because my dad is very much the guy that if he wasn't comfortable with someone, oh, he'd be God. like, thanks very much. I'm going to do some research. He'll come back in and find somebody else. right? Or he'll tell you straight up. Like he could, depending on the day, blunt. depending oh, on the day. Absolutely blunt. Yes. So he would, uh, so my dad said, you know, we're all good. So Selvin starts talking through the laptop, uh, specs and he goes, so this one has this much, you know, of a hard drive space, this much RAM, this much this. And as he's going through explaining things, Selvin would say something. And in the middle, I would just turn to my dad and be like, okay, RAM means this. And that, that's how that works. And my dad's, okay, got it. And he looks back at Selvin. And then Selvin would say, okay, so then it has this kind of processor. And I look at my dad, and like, it means that this and this and this. And You're like a like, translator. Yeah, okay, got it. He looks back. So we go through, finish the transaction. At the end of it, Selvin goes, man, you know your stuff. Like, you should apply here. Mm-hmm. And I said, I would, but I'm, I'm only 15, mm-hmm. right? I don't think they'll take me on. And he goes, yeah, well, you know what? You never know. Just try it. So I tried. I submitted my resume online. Heard nothing for a year. Came back in. With, yeah, came back Ooh. in with my dad once. It's like they didn't even process it or it ended <laughs> up in the great. bottom of the pile, whatever it is, right? Because I'm sure a ton of people wanted to oh, work yeah. there, right? Oh, yeah. Huge. So one day, and now we're going to get to my, my oh, father God. being blunt. <laughs> one day we, we come in and uh, my dad's waiting for the manager and he shows up. <laughs> After a few minutes ago, sorry, I was in the middle of finishing some interviews. My dad's like, oh, yeah, when's my son going to get his interview? <laughs> right? yeah, Point blank, and the guy starts sweating. He's like, um, he didn't get one? What do you mean? Oh, okay, uh, how about next Wednesday? It's like he's pulled out of a hat. I'm like, okay. Bro, let me tell you the backstory behind get a, that. Though, get an interview. Because I don't even think I told you the backstory behind that. Go ahead, that. man. Go ahead. So Darian's dad got my number, and he got my number a little bit after the laptop sales. And me and him spoke while Darian was filling out the um, the application. Mm-hmm. The application period went by and it was a while. It was like six to eight months before anything was said by anyone. But your dad was very persistent. He was more or less like, hey man, if it's possible, it would be cool. But if it can't, we understand. Mm-hmm. But he didn't hear anything. And he's, he was more, he's very communication oriented. Like he likes communication. Mm-hmm. He likes being let in the know and everything. Mm-hmm. And me and him kept tight while he came in there for any and everything after the fact. And mm-hmm. just from the, the that laptop sale, whenever he came in, he said, I'm only going to buy something if I buy it through Selvin. Correct. Right? Yeah, <laughs> correct. So, so he kept looking for me when he came in. Yeah. But the backstory behind this whole thing is he came and he, he one time he actually came to me and he goes, Selvin, I handed a resume for Darian and I have no idea why they're not contacting him. I don't know where he is. I don't know what's happened. 
So I took it upon myself. I went straight to oh, Alan myself. No way, no way. And no I was way. like, listen, bro, this kid is smart. This kid knows what he's doing. He's talented. You need to get him an interview. I was like, like, frig this whole process. Because, oh my gosh, back in the day, it was so stupid. Yeah. You, you had to go through like an aptitude test. You had to go through like, like, don't you remember? Like, would you take a chocolate bar from the machine? And I was like, I'm pretty sure he's one of the good ones. So you expedited the process like, for me. It was a part of the process, right? So what happens is there's a there's like bins, right? Yeah. So you have to filter in the bins, the ones that passed, the ones that didn't, and one that thing. So we went in the back. He pulls up yours. One of the questions is is literally like something about like, have you ever experienced a time where like I don't remember the question. It's like that you've ever um. Like, like something simple, right? Mm-hmm. And it turned out that one question, it was kind of like a deciding question whether it was chosen towards working there or not, but it had nothing to do with with like um, eth- ethics. It was literally like, have you ever worked with this and this and this? Like it was something like to do with sales and he's never yeah. done it before. Mm. Nothing. So I was like, is that the only thing that's stopping this? I was like, Alan, get this kid inside here, please. <laughs> Forget this test, get this kid inside there. And that sparked him. Because, wow, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah, 100%, bro. I was not, bro, I was very persistent because the amount of people that came through those doors in the last year compared to what you knew and, and how helpful you were that day to even help me mm-hmm. help your dad. Yeah. <laughs> I can tell they were all idiots. Like, a lot of them were. They were no, they were straight idiots. And, and you would be far better than they were when it comes to this thing. And if it's that one aptitude test, which I have no idea how we'd even predicted who can work here or not i don't even know how it's i passed that i probably clicked like, <laughs> like <laughs> just answer c yeah just like C-M-O. you know what i didn't take the test because those tests were only for part or part-time or full-timers mm. i came on as a seasonal mm. most people mm. had to be hired in as a seasonal or you weren't accepted and then you got grandfathered in afterwards yes, if you did well correct. enough or and whatever. i got brought in from a different um, yeah. area but that's so that's what happened so Jeez. from there your dad did come back and he's just like hey man why isn't this being processed? And I was just like, okay, listen, and then, yeah, it went from there to the thing again. But yeah, sorry, I cut off your No, story. it's okay. Well, <laughs> before I even continue, that comes down to, it, this ties into opportunity as well, but it's one of those things where a lot of people are almost denied opportunity because that's, that's like the, the, the paradox of experience. We want you to have five years of experience that's to get correct. this job, but I can't get the job because I don't have the experience, yeah, right. yeah. but I don't have the experience because I can't get the job, that's right? Yeah. So like, correct. how do the, how how the young people know? start? Yeah, how do you, yeah. how would you know? Right. You, you let good people slide through the cracks just because of experience or what yeah. they know and everything else. But, but people don't come with, with experience in their pocket. They have to get it from no, somewhere, no, right? So you have to give, you yeah. every every person needs to be given the first chance. That's mm-hmm. correct. Right? Opportunity. Yeah. opportunity. Uh, there you go, right? Yeah. So that's it. So <laughs> anyway, <laughs> thanks, thanks Mark. I appreciate the added. But, but that's what, what happened. So yeah. basically, I guess all that happened in the background and my dad finally caught the manager, called him out. And now I know, which I didn't before, that this conversation happened before. Mm-hmm. I'm sure my dad probably didn't tell me just in case, you know, I got my hopes up or anything no. like that. Right. But either way, um, you know, I got, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we'll get you an him. interview on Wednesday. Yeah, and I was like, yeah. Okay. yeah ask, him, ask him about Alan. Say, say, um, <laughs> ask him about the conversation with Alan because he came and he's like, hey, Solomon, have you spoken to Alan? I go, don't worry, I spoke to him. He's going he's gonna to be in here. He's going to be here next week, like cool. literally. Because I think that happened twice, you know? All right. I think it happened twice when the rehire in, in Pickering, too. Yeah. And these guys were just like monkeying around and hiring. Oh, my God. Oh, hiring crazy. crap knows who. Well, <laughs> well, anyway, I had the this interview and I had the week coming up. And 
I spoke to my dad, and I had worked before, but I was like a, a referee for a soccer league or something like that. Right. So yeah. they were picking up, you know, 10 and 11, 12-year-olds and teaching them how, and like I, I think I was 12 when I first started. So that was the only experience I had in terms of a job, right? And um, from there, I was talking to my dad, and I'm like, I've never done a, a job interview, never had that, whatever. How do we do this? So my dad and I sat down and prepped, and my dad gave me very general questions of like, they'll probably ask you about this, they'll probably ask you about that, and here's why they ask. Right. And just, uh, you know, take it in there and uh, and, and try your best and, and answer it honestly and, and think about, you know, be smart when you answer. It's like, okay. So I went in there and, again, this is an opportunity now for me to prove myself and, and uh, earn the position. So I go in and the manager who comes to interview me is actually a different guy. It was Colin Sweeney. <laughs> and... It was one of those things where I walked in and the first manager, Alan, goes, we're going to pass you know, you off to Sweeney. He's going to take care of it. Right. And Sweeney gave him a look like, why, the, why are you giving me this, man? Like, geez, really? Like, I, like he got thrown under the bus. Whoa. So he looked grumpy and he'd already done three interviews that must not have gone very well because he looked grumpy. Yeah. It's the only ever time I've ever seen that guy upset. Right? He's, if you know him, he's the happiest, smiliest guy. Yeah. right? So he's walking me back. He's like, all right, follow me. And he's like stomping over to the interview room. And he goes, so how are you doing today? And I figure most kids at my age would probably be like, good. Right? And that's what they'd nice. get. Right? And I was like, I'm doing very well. How are you, sir? And he turned around and looked at me like, what? And he's like, I'm doing well. And we walked in. And from there, that changed the tone of the whole interview. Wow. Right? So I sat down with him. And he read through my, he's already looked through my resume. And he goes, yeah, so I see this. I see this. You know, tell me about yourself. Or it's, it's always best to hear from you instead of from the paper. So tell me about yourself. Yeah. We sat down talking. He was obviously kind enough to give me the chance. And, and he, he understood that he's not interviewing a 30-year-old man. He's interviewing right. a 16-year-old kid who yeah. could be nervous. Or you need yeah. to break things down a bit differently. So he you know, started talking about subjects that I was familiar with or that mm -hmm. would open me up. And right. he didn't care about the answers. He cared about how I answered. Right. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Right. And we had a, I think I had a really great interview with him. And he said, okay, thanks very much. And afterwards, um, you know what? I'll get back in touch with you. It was a Tuesday. Or, no, right. sorry, it was a Wednesday. He's like, I'll get back in touch with you by Wednesday of next week. So give me a week. I said, cool. And that Friday, two days after the interview, I get a phone call from him saying, are you still in the market because we want to hire you? No. So he didn't even wait the full week. He That's called amazing. me two days later. So no, I was like, amazing. so I must have done something well. <laughs> and I only found out later on, years later, that I beat out, like, you know, a 30-year-old computer tech guy and, <laughs> and a bunch of other people who were older than me. I was, I was the youngest person you in the, the store. Yeah. Yeah. Was the right? I was like the store baby and everybody, yeah, like, no, knew me and looked true. after me <laughs> and, and everything true. else, That's right? That's awesome. So... Yeah, and that's, that's how I got in. So Selvin's, uh, Selvin was a, a mentor to me, and yeah. I've been his protege for a while. And it's funny because on, on the topic of opportunity, I was going to say that a, a big something I would have talked about today actually is, uh, is mentorship, right, and how important that is. And if you want to tie it into opportunities, it's how, how a mentor can pull you through an opportunity or yeah. open your eyes to opportunities mm -hmm. or teach you how to recognize opportunities, right? Yeah. So I thought that was uh, a... They, they go hand in hand. He, he knows. Yeah, he, he knows he's, he's, um, he's been in a situation. <laughs> yeah. And, and um, one thing I'll say about Darian, because he is our special guest for, for, for today, is um, the kid is extremely intelligent, but he, he's, very, he's very crafty and very well. He, he, he works well with the way he puts things together. Mm -hmm. and, that, and he applies a thousand percent into everything he does. Like you'll ask him, Darren, could you pass me that that uh, remote? He'll be like, uh, "Would you like me to pass you the purple remote?" Like, <laughs> he will be he will be very precise. Yes. But that means that he's thinking and he's evaluating everything you're saying. 
which a lot of people don't. A lot of people go into literally thinking like, okay, cool. I'm doing what I want to do and I'm not listening to people. Mm-hmm. But he listens, mm-hmm. he understands. And that's what's made him the person he is today. And he has, bro, he's still young. <laughs> he's still very young, but he has a lot of... Um, a lot of time to learn even more so i'm scared i'm scared when he gets to my age <laughs> because going, so. because when he gets to my Trying age to. i guarantee yeah. you he will he will be making a lot of money and and uh he'll be making a lot of people happy so yeah man it's it's good to hear that story and to hear where he found his opportunity but god oh. that's like one of like 60 stories from your from your lips <laughs> to god's ears man i hope, I hope. <laughs> that's literally like one of 60 stories um Okay, so let's kick it, and once again, I'm going to uh, fill you guys in. We are, and you are listening to the Mindset Mindset Podcast, um, and we're talking about opportunity. Um, we're talking about uh, Darian, which is our special guest yes, for today, yes, and um, we're going to kick it to another subject or another topic, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw it up in the air after I, I, I say the topic, and anybody yeah, can let, grab it and, and take, you, take with it, right? For us all. <laughs> um, I think it's about... Itching. My my topic is about balance, mm. and and when I say balance, I don't mean like grabbing a couple, you know, uh, going up ten feet tall, ten feet uh, on, on ropes, yeah, and then yeah, balancing yeah. Uh, uh, tennis balls <laughs> and stuff like that. No, I'm talking about balance in life, and I'm talking about um, the different things that you have going on, and why balance is so important. And I will relate it to myself before I toss it, and then you guys can definitely. I want to hear your your inputs on it, right? Um, I think it's crucial and I think it's something that we have to be able to find our own balance and that doesn't mean that what works for me works for Chris Chris, works for Darian works for Mark I think everybody has their own level of balance and it's going to be very hard for one person to F up somebody else's balance for me to tell Darian you know what Darian bro you're spending way too much time combing your hair even though it looks nice, <laughs> <laughs> you should you should apply more time. Like you know what I mean. Like yeah, doing yeah, something yeah. else. Yeah. Um, I think it's finding your balance, finding what works for you, but ultimately being happy with what you're doing. Um, mm-hmm. in order to 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 grow yourself and to um get further in life. So right. so my balance might be different. I have of course I'm married. <clears throat> I have kids. Um. I have uh, a business. Yeah. Oh, I just blew up our mic. I have a business. <laughs> um, I have I have people in my life that I care about. I have family. Yep. I have friends. Yep. And my balance might be 10, 30, 70, whatever, in any different direction. But it's finding that balance that works for me, that keeps me happy, that doesn't throw me off kilter, that mm-hmm. makes me the person mm-hmm. who I am. And I think it's crucial everybody should have their own balance. But find that balance perfect it and grow with it right it's basically what i'm right. saying right. so i want to know what do you feel is your balance what do you feel about balance what is your angle on it what do you what do you feel works the best for you anyone and everyone anybody. throws it to me everyone throw it right to me I thought this was up in the air. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't up in the air. And Mark fell went like over this. There yeah. <laughs> Spiked it on <laughs> your side of the court. Yeah, Mark was just blowing it this way. Uh, yeah, 100% balance is super important in what you do. But at the end of the day, I look at balance as a way to keep you performing the best way possible. So right now in my, in my career, most of my time is spent on work and building out this company and just producing the best kind of content and high quality work that I can. But 
with that being said, all the other th- parts in my life, I need them there. Like I need my fam- I need to have oh, family yeah. time. I need oh, to yeah. have time with my girlfriend, time doing to do activities that aren't part of my work life. And even though that might be a small portion, let's say maybe 20% of my life, I need that as an outlet so that I can come back to work and be right. at my peak performance. Because right. if I was 100% work, there's no way in hell that I'd be able to do what you do to do it at the level that i'm doing it now right right i couldn't, wouldn't be able to perform sense. the exact same way like right at this point right now i'm pretty much doing 10 hours a day let's say maybe even more mm-hmm. during the week and then i try to take weekends off and do something with let's say my girlfriend or right. with my family right. maybe on sundays usually i watch <clears> football <throat> Mm-hmm. depends mm-hmm. but i try to give myself that little bit of time even if i'm doing a little work in between it right. just to relax take my mind off everything do research and more more or less try to grow myself in a different way than professionally mm. Mm. i like that Mark? so is it going over to me let me get a little bit closer to the mic um when it comes to balance uh, having because I have a family too. Mm-hmm. So having a family and then having I have a business as well. <clears throat> Sorry. You can't let one thing overwork the other, if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. So right? you got to have balance between family and work. Mm-hmm. And um, I work hard. I try to get things done as fast as I can. Try to get it done in, get it done in a timely manner. But then I have my family to look after as well. We want to have free time. Right, so I don't want to just be, as Chris was saying, like just focus on work, 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 work. You can't live like that, right? You, that balance again, as Selvin said as well, is key, because you have to have a common ground, right? So something to fall back on. So where do you draw the line? It's is, is it, it blurred? Is is the line blurred? It's it's blurred because you can't really you can't draw a line. It's it's not everyone's the same. Oh, I might be able to help you out here. Because I was gonna. For me, the line moves depending on when it has to, Correct. right? That's, okay, that's, it, it shifts. That's right. what I was going to touch on. Yeah. And, 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 sorry, go ahead. I don't, I don't want to steal your thunder. I'm going to no, give no, it back yeah, to you. No, but no. Yeah, no, go, I'm, I'm no, done. I'm just, no, just wanted to add that part <laughs> in. The, that's true. You know, the line could move in any direction, right? Like, but for me, I, it's hard to focus sometimes because I'm more lean on one thing than the other. But I'm trying to get everything in one aspect. Mm-hmm. It, it's, yeah. But it's, it's difficult. It's hard at times, right? You know what it is? And, and I don't mean to, to cut in. Yeah. And this is just, just me. Because because I can relate to, to, to your situation as in having a family business, whatever the case right, is, right? Right. I, Darian knows me. I was and still am. I still consider myself a workaholic. That I know. And, and if Darian knows me, <laughs> you may... You may not know what I'm doing, but I'm doing something. Mm-hmm. And I believe it's one of those things where if you sleep, eat, and breathe success, which could be being happy, which could be making your co- making your company better, your family better, whatever the case is. Yeah, different for everybody. Everybody's different. Then That's, ultimately, yeah. it's going to make you happy. Mm-hmm. But I think the lines have to be drawn because the lines itself, they do move. And there's some days you got to push the line a bit. Mm-hmm. And there is some days where I I do push the line, but I make sure I I know where the line is at, 
and that line may go one way or the other, but it's a balance that I'm able... And balancing, is it's an act, right? Mm-hmm. It's not saying, okay, I'm doing this and I'm good. Balancing is it might go this way some days, but some days it's got to go this way. Because if it doesn't, you lose your business or you lose your family. Mm. Yeah, you can't go to the extremes. You can't right? go to the extreme one way or the other. So you can look at it as having like a... Think about the tug of war, and that rope has a line in the middle. That's correct. Right? So one side is pulling this way, and then the other side is trying to go this way. Yeah, right. but I, is that- I directly directly correlated to life, directly correlated to where you're going. So mm-hmm. if you're in the office until 12 a.m., right. you better be home the next day to cook breakfast. And, and, Understandable. And something Understandable. to add in here, yeah. that that's if you're only looking at a rope with two teams. That, if if you if you have like five or six different it, things pulling you, then you yeah. have to balance you those two. You know what? Too, and right? that's that's that is very true, Darian. And and, and that's mm-hmm. that's what I was going to touch on too, is mm-hmm. because some people's ropes are two ends, mm-hmm. but I'll be honest, my rope is sixteen ends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got and, you. and and I got and you. and the key thing is though, I I I wouldn't take away one of those ropes. Because if it does, it ultimately changes the person and the persona and the individual that you are. Because the mm-hmm. minute you go, you know what? I'm going to stop helping people. Mm-hmm. Boom. Your whole thing is thrown off. off yeah. You feel as if you're, you're, you're inadequate. You mm-hmm. can't do mm-hmm. what you need to do to perform. Mm-hmm. And that ultimately is going to affect something else. Yep. So boom, you stop yes. helping people. You, you, the, the, the thought of somebody else needing your help, but you're not able to do it, right. ultimately affects your performance in yeah. business, affects your family life because Personal you come life. home angry yeah. and, and you're not, you, you know, there's a, there's a joy. You know what? Helping people is very selfish. You guys know that, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a very selfish act because it's something you get from it that ultimately makes you feel good about mm-hmm. helping somebody else out. Yeah. So with that said... <laughs> Um, I'm very selfish because I want to help as many people as possible, but I, I do want it to impact their lives first. And that's what makes the difference. And then there is a feeling of, oh my God, I feel so good. I was able to help that individual mm-hmm. because you know what? They really needed my help. So yes, yeah, sorry. I, 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 I kind of took over there, no, no, it's but okay. I wanted to get Darian's right though. Listening, that rope, there's 50 different pieces to it. And, I never thought about it like that. N- and nobody knows what you Which go through on a regular basis too. Very true. Everybody sees what they think happens based on their life, life but right. there's 16 ropes that you have to yep. put into. You're only seeing the person in front of you, right? yeah. But if if you have that many ends, yeah. Do you think you're neglecting any of them because there's so many? Absolutely not. It's balance. It's yeah. about it's about taking the it's about knowing yourself and knowing what you're capable of because like I said, there's days where I I will work myself to the point where I don't sleep until my body shuts down. Mm. All right. And that's my okay, and I'm okay with that, right? But then you're neglecting your health at that point. No, no? right, right. But health, it depends on what you value the most in your balance. It's a trade-off. It's a trade-off. Right. Mm-hmm. Everybody, see, the thing is, there's a day where I can sit there, and I can sit there and maybe play video games. I was going to say the same thing. <laughs> and that has, that has given me back my, my overall, I, I'm, at, I'm at ease. I'm, at, I'm, at, I, I'm calm. You're in your zone. But if you take that day to play video games, the next day you better work your ass off. Mm-hmm. You better get right back to it because yeah. that one little pause day where you're able to do that, it fixes you, but you better get up at 6 a.m. the next morning and, yeah. and, and be back at work and work your butt off. Yeah. And that's what it, that's what people don't understand. It's, it's not a day-by-day thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
It's not a minute by minute thing. It's just maybe a situation by situation because life does not start and stop at 12 a.m. and 12 p.m. Oh, drop the water. 12 a.m. and 12 p.m. Right. It's a long thing. Yeah, so within a, if somebody uh, stayed with you for a month long, do you think they'd know you? No. 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 <laughs> because what happens is maybe the second month, you actually did nothing you did the first month that impacted your life that you typically mm-hmm. went through. Yeah, yeah. Patterns, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Your mom is technically sick and your 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 job is to stay in the hospital with her every other month. Mm-hmm. But that person stayed there and lived with you for that month that you weren't in the hospital taking care of your mom. Yeah. Right. Your whole balance has only been shown for that month well, in regards yeah. to what you see. What you see yeah. yeah, and then what if someone throws like a ripple into the pond, you know, that's, then yeah. Yeah, and how you adapt to that's it and correct. stuff. So, yeah. so to answer Chris's question, yeah, there, there is, um, there, it's not necessarily one area being neglected. It's just knowing who you are and what you're capable of. Mm-hmm. And you better be willing to adjust and balance out that other part when the time comes to. Because if you're going to be neglecting one part for so long mm-hmm. it's just gonna automatically just throw that's, that's you into a, yeah. a spiral mm-hmm. and oh, yeah. one thing's gonna be down the drain yeah, yeah. yeah. business family love yeah. um yeah. Uh, friendship health sleep uh, sleep sleep. <laughs> sleep is huge yeah. sleep is huge so no that was that was big i i i needed to kind of like yeah, get that out I know, because I know. remember we went out the other day right <laughs> And, and 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 Chris and Mark and I are on a mission. Yes. Come um come November, and we are going into we need business mode. Yeah. And we work with a lot of great clients right now, but there is an aspect of it of learning what we need and 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 ultimately growing from that as well too. It's not just necessarily going out knocking on every door. Mm-hmm. It's perfecting finding the craft. And I was with Mark the other day, and, and I said to Mark, you know, sometimes you need days like this where you you just clear your mind but you also know that everything that you do is being impacted by something mm-hmm. if you go to a store make sure that you know that that individual that you speak to your store there's a purpose to it but also you need to just chill out sometimes mm-hmm. just just stop freaking out and, mm-hmm. and relax. relax because in the end of the day everything always works out mm-hmm. and and yeah it was it was it was fun kicking it i went we went back to my old Old, um, old, um, what elementary school, yes. <laughs> and then we did a lot of stuff that day. We spoke to a few clients and everything else, but we went for lunch and we had a, an hour to kill. And we're in front of my old elementary school and, and we took some photos. and And I was like, to Mark, I was like, you know, I, I come up here every couple months. I have no idea. And he's like, he's like, why? He's like, why? He's like, he's like, why? I'm like, because it gives you perspective, you humble yourself, it humbles yeah. you, yeah, it ultimately for sure makes you see where you came from, yeah. And gives you a new lease on life. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I'll do it by myself. No cameras, no nothing. Mm-hmm. Well, Mark had the camera in his hand. I said, take a picture. <laughs> but do it but for, the for the gram. most part, nothing gets shared on social. Nothing gets gets yeah. thing. But um, it's to give perspective. But it's also to find my balance as well, too. Because while you're at work, while you're at home with the kids, and while you're with the wife, right. while you're helping out somebody else, when you get time to yourself, when you ever get time to yourself, right? And that's yeah. also something key as well too I think that's very mm-hmm. rare too yeah having I mean, time for yourself when's the last time you took when's the last time Man. you took some time to yourself like I, I can't even think of a time and not recently it's been a while like for like just me alone or like yeah. with family too just me alone just you alone yeah even Good if it's thought. just me going alone in your head. my thoughts even if it's just in your head wow you know what 
in the shower. I think that's the time where everything just starts flowing. Do your best thinking in the shower. Yes, yeah. man. Oh, 100% agree. Hey, I don't sing. I don't write songs. <laughs> but I'm in the shower. Like, Yo, I, I'm going to make a song today because I just feel feels good, right? Right. Right? So, yeah. That's where. So you tell me you have to go to the shower in order to even just get a so, time to your that, That's where Mark left the microphone. Oh, oh, oh shit! <laughs> All right, so guys, I'm signing off. Speaking <laughs> <laughs> to our, our guest, man. Yeah, like, man. Yeah. No, yes. but I think a lot of people can relate. Once you jump in that shower, things just flow. And you oh. just think because when that water's running over you, your eyes are closing. But There's silence. Think, just silence, what man. What do you feel as if? Like, Spiked. Oh, sorry. No, what no, do you go feel ahead. as if like? because that's the only space you can get to yourself that maybe your balance is a little bit off because you need some mark time? I can't just get up and say, look. Because what's working, I, it's working for you now, right? It's working, but I can't just tell my wife, tell me, because oh, I'm going out for a bit. No, you don't. You don't have to. Yeah, but you can't just leave. I think these Fridays, <laughs> no, I think these, I think these Fridays oh. are, are technically helping. Are they not? So, Sylvan is correct. Right. <laughs> you hit the, no, you hit the nail on the head right there. Right? I didn't think about that. These, how many, how long have we been doing this? These podcasts, three weeks, this four about weeks, three, four weeks. Just a month. Oh, yeah, a month. Yeah. And I just realized, yes, these Fridays are key. They're helping you. They're helping. What they're doing is building perspective, and you're learning more about yourself and the people around you. There you go. Mm-hmm. That's key. Right? Darian's here today. And look, <laughs> he's done dropping <laughs> nuggets. Oh, I don't know. There right? might be a few more. Mark doesn't want to give that mic up. <laughs> I don't want to. He's, 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 Darian's yeah, drop he already took nuggets. my spot. So, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah man. We, we've but, got, yeah, go ahead. No, we, but we, we've got time. And, yeah. And, but you do realize that that's what, that's what probably is helping uh, to maybe give you some perspective and, and balance back into your life, and right? I was just about to say, and, and maybe you needed it, yeah. man. You know what I mean? I think I do. And, yeah. Hey, we all love our kids we, and everything else. And you're right. We can't just run through the door. Sometimes we, we want to, but we can't. <laughs> but we can't just get up and leave because yeah. that's that's not right. But okay. Yeah. When you talk about personal space, right? So like when you get upset, or Chris, when you get upset, during when you get upset, mm-hmm. where do you guys go? Do you just sit back? And well, well, here's you know what? Let me let's yeah. do this. Let's kick it to here to kick it to Darian first and right. ask about his balance. Right. And I would love to actually hear his perspective on the upset part. And where do you go? After and that, the, and yeah, like go? where do you where do you go, like with your mind and your thoughts? Where do you go? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So start off on the balance thing first. Um. There's like a a Japanese proverb or something like that that says you have to find three things. Could be Chinese, could be Japanese. I could be wrong. But um, it's you got to find three things. You got to find something that'll make you money, mm-hmm. something that'll bring you happiness, and something that'll keep you healthy, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So if you look at those categories, you can get more specific as you go and they branch out, right? right. But um, we were talking about like a, a multi-ended rope, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> however many it is. The rope yeah. of doom. <laughs> and we, we were talking about the tug of war and the trade-off and stuff yes. like that. Yes. There is... There are times, too, that even if you have multiple ends to or, or different separate ends to the rope and they're all pulling towards or pulling away from the middle, sorry, that you have to balance those. Um, who says you can't you know, pull on more than one end at a time? That's great. Right. So if I if we simplify it to three things. Right. And you have your money, your mm-hmm. happiness and your health. Right. You can do things that can get you more than one at a time. Right. Mm-hmm. You can do things that can find that can do all, cover all three of those for you at a time. So, for example, um, I'm a soccer coach in my evenings part time. Right. Mm-hmm. So I'm compensated for that 
there's my money, right? Um, it makes me happy because I'm a soccer player my entire life. So to be able to give back to kids, and like Selvin said, if you're giving back, it's a bit selfish because of the returns that you feel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's my happiness. Right. And if I decide to, to play with them that day and run around, then there's my health. There's your health. Right? Uh-huh. So that's all three at a time, all three of those categories. Mm-hmm. But then if, if it's your family, you're a family man. I don't have, yes, I have a family. Then right. I don't have children. I'm not married, right? Mm-hmm. So you as a family man, who says that you, let's say you loved watching movies. Right. You could take your family to the movies. That's family and that's a hobby or, or something that makes you happy, right? right? Or take them to the park or do whatever, mm-hmm. right? So you can cover, you can tick off more than one at a time, right? right? And that's why, that's when you as an entrepreneur especially, mm-hmm. um, because routines aren't as established for us, right? We know that we work all hours or all the time, right? right. Um, like a client, if they want to call you at you know ten at night, they're going to call you. Oh, yeah. yeah. If you're you're not in the office at ten at night because you go home, you clock out. Right. Mm-hmm. You don't clock out as an entrepreneur, right? So you've got to find ways to to be creative. Say that one again. As an entrepreneur, you do not clock out. There is no clocking right. out. For nope. That's going on a shirt. Yeah. But touching on that, <laughs> from listening to Darian, mm-hmm. yeah. if you're an entrepreneur doing what you love, mm-hmm. you're never performing a task that you're doing one of those things. Because if you're working nine to five doing something you don't like, yeah, you're per- you're specifically focusing on getting money that you need. You're not doing something that you love, and you're not doing what was the other one? Uh, something that keeps you healthy. Yeah. Something that keeps yeah. you healthy. Yeah. Well, to to go back with you again and volley back and forth, I think that if you're working a job that you hate nine yeah. to five, that's <laughs> hell. Yeah. Like to right. to me, that's a, that's yep. that's one way you define that's hell. Great. It's a hell that's on great. earth. Exactly. Right? Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, you've, you've got to find balance. And so where I was getting to is we as entrepreneurs who don't get to clock out, we have to be very creative in how right. we we satisfy and fulfill all those areas, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. like if it's if, if you want to look at it as an analogy of a cup, you've got to, you know, fill up the cup, right? And one of them starts to run low and the other one is is pretty full, so then you switch over, mm-hmm. right? Or you fill two at the same time. Mm-hmm. Or you figure yeah. out how can I how can I multitask and kill two, three, four birds with yeah. one stone today, yeah. right? So that's when it comes to thinking outside of the box, right? Not everybody can be an entrepreneur because not everybody can do that. Because some people, some people need, and not to knock anybody, but some people need the, the rigorous structure of, Mm -hmm. of the nine to five. They, they can't operate any other way. They need someone to lay it out for them and they need to have very, very visible, uh, clear, tangible tasks and everything carved out for them. Right. Whereas for you as an entrepreneur, there is no, here's step one, here's step two, Mm. here's step three. Right, Compartmental. compartmentalized. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So for like for an entrepreneur, I don't wake up in the morning with somebody telling me, you know, or your boss telling you, here's this, here's this, here's this, get it done by this time or okay. on the schedule. Right. Yeah. You just you need to figure that out for yourself, which takes time, mm-hmm. and then you have yep. to go and execute, which takes That's time, correct. and you have to go reevaluate, which takes time. That's correct. Right? It's a little bit more work. It's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So you don't get that. And I mean, if, and if you don't reach your your full potential or your your um where you want to get to, it's it falls right back it's on you. There's nobody to blame yeah, but yourself. If you're working a nine to five and you work with a job or a company, if something doesn't go good, five o'clock comes, ah, yeah, yeah. I so, gotta go. So some, <laughs> something that I learned from a mentor is like, as an entrepreneur, you don't people think that you know you don't have a boss. You're your own boss. Mm-hmm. As an entrepreneur, here's a perspective that I got recently, which I like, is you do have a boss as an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. Your boss is your calendar, mm-hmm. right? So you need to fill your calendar with different things that you're doing, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. if if you're an entrepreneur and you've got you've got three days where nothing's going on, right. something's up. Right. right. You've got to figure it out. You've got to find a way to occupy that because a nine to five guy doesn't just stop, or, right, or a nine to five woman right. just 
whoever it is, 95 person doesn't just stop, yeah. right? You have to, yes. you, you go to work. So yeah. as an entrepreneur, you got to find ways to fill your schedule. Because if you don't, there's not, there's no food on the table. No. Right? Yeah. For, for me, it's, it's very different than the two of you. I don't know if Chris, you want to chime in here, but for the two of you, mm-hmm. you being fathers, right? Husbands and fathers, mm-hmm. you have people depending on you mm-hmm. in different ways, right? right? Yeah. For me, I have people depending on me, but it's not as much, fine. it's not financially. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It'll be more time or effort right. or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. So financially, am I, am I in a position where I can cover everybody in my life that's important to me if I had to tomorrow? No. So I have to, to work differently, right? Whereas you guys, you might be able in a position where you are better able to do that than I am, right? But then there are other things that you have to figure out as well. So again, like you have, if it's, if it's money for you, you've got more than I've got, I've got to work harder to get that money, right? Whereas if you have the money, but you have the family that depends on you, I don't have that, right? So, so things change as you go as well, right? right. And that's when mm-hmm. a rope gets added, or a rope mm-hmm. gets cut, oh, yeah. right? right? Different things like that, and you have to you have to balance all that towards the middle. So, speaking it, of that, like yeah. in my <clears throat> current situation, that's one of the points why I'm I work as much as I do now mm-hmm. because I want to work hard now and long now, so that in the future when I do have that family and I do have those people that are looking for support from me, I don't have to work as much and I can spend more time yeah. focusing yeah. on them. Here's one more quote: You make the sacrifices today that people won't, so that tomorrow you can do the things that people can't. Right. Right. So yeah. Chris and I are yeah. in the stage of our life yeah. now where we're doing that. Not it, saying that you guys aren't either. No, it, no, mi- it no. might just be different, yeah. right? Different no, amounts no, are turned down. I remember, I remember twenty, I remember twenty-two. Mm-hmm. Like I remember twenty-three. I remember twenty-four. I remember, I remember all of those ages. Yeah. And to be honest, I was working my ass off. Mm-hmm. There was not one time I was, I was just relaxing. Yeah. Right. So it's one of those things where. I've been working since I was eighteen, bro. I was on my own since I was seventeen. Mm-hmm. Like I, I wasn't with, I wasn't living with parents when I was seventeen. Mm-hmm. I was paying rent and I was paying car payments at seventeen. Mm-hmm. My car payment was five hundred sixty dollars per month. So it's, it's not like I haven't been, been fighting to, to do, to get to each step. Yeah. So when I get to, um, a time where another rope is added, I just know I can still fight, but I can still balance my ropes because mm-hmm. I've been able to do it my entire life, right? Mm-hmm. So it's one of those things where. You, 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 you reanalyze your you reanalyze your situation. So you were saying your perspective and, and our perspective. One thing I learned, especially with kids, you can plan all you want. They come with twenty <laughs> they come with twenty ropes you each. You can plan <laughs> all you want. Um and I'm gonna use an example. I'm not gonna say who it is, but I'm gonna use an example. I have a friend and he's they've been planning for fifteen years to have kids. But they were saying over time they're gonna work, 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 and the kids will come. Kids never came. Yeah. Until recently. <laughs> but it's like you can tell your mind that you're gonna stop doing this when this time comes. But I honestly believe in you just gotta put your head down, work, work, work. And when something new gets added to that that rope or that 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 situation or or, mm-hmm. or to you in life, you don't panic. Mm-hmm. What you do is you just reevaluate. Mm-hmm. You 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 might have certain things that you did before, like like, like I, I, I'm going to say this again, but Darian knows me. I'm a workaholic. Mm-hmm. 99% of the time when he calls me, I'm either working or I'm thinking about doing something yeah. that's relating back to work. work. And that's because I'm trying to get to another level. We are trying to get to another level. Mm-hmm. And with that said, each thing that's been thrown into my bubble, I've been able to, okay, you know what? Let's just shuffle the cards again. 
Let's figure out how the hell I'm going to still be a workaholic, but then juggle all those other things. So one day, if, if I know I've got to work my ass off, then one thing is going to get neglected. But mm-hmm. I guarantee you the next day I'm making up for that one thing. Mm-hmm. Like I won't see my kids one day, but the next day I will see them for a large portion of it because I said, you know what? Daddy can't be home this day. And that's where you come in right, and I think you're right with it, is making a schedule that fits you mm-hmm. and making sure that balance that you fit within that schedule fits you mm-hmm. and you yeah. only. Yeah. 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 Uh, makes sense. yeah, it's tailor-made to you, right? The minute when you start fixing your schedule, me fix my schedule to fix Mark, mm-hmm. me fix my schedule to fit Chris, is when you blow up what you have going and mm-hmm. ultimately it neglects one part of what makes you you yeah mm-hmm. that's right that's right you know yeah. as an entrepreneur it's so hard but 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 working and 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 hard work is something that cannot be purchased <laughs> it's instilled it's in you it's, it's in you and it's it's going to show right mm-hmm. nothing comes easy without hard work and dedication man. yeah hey you said it you said it best you said it best mm-hmm. but we're, we're we're wrapping up because we're coming down to an hour i know we were deep in that one though no, that one went that, kind of yeah that, that went deep <laughs> that one <laughs> went deep. kind of uh kind of deep here so oh, before we go oh my god before we go, <laughs> i think I we had enough we're, we're time time is ticking but before we go <laughs> let me ask darren bef- yes last yes, question yes, yes, yes. so when you're upset when you're angry yes oh, yeah. where do you go where what what happens in that specific time and see for me a lot of time, people might even thinking as they're thinking of this question, where as in being a physical place, mm-hmm. where might not necessarily be a physical place, mm-hmm. right? Exactly. So, because there are times where I might be upset where I cannot remove myself from people, right? Mm-hmm. But for me, being a musician, right. music is yes. a place I go, right? Mm. Headphones in, sound canceling, that's, that's me, right? That's where I am. Or I go and play, I perform, right? Mm-hmm. So I have an instrument, I'll go and I'll take an hour. Or what I think is... 20 minutes half an hour which turns into three hours which just because i get so caught yeah, up right so into, but yeah. for me that's therapeutic and right? what was that's the awesome. question, what was the question in regards to when you're angry or when you're upset when you're, when when you're upset, even anger yeah like where do you take yourself to relieve that stress and those emotions yeah don't you actually speak to someone no you, no. you can you can sometimes if you have if you have the person to speak to depending on right? how bad it is yeah see i don't think it should get that bad though I like I think when we suppress anger it gets to the point where it gets so big and then it just boom. But are we only speaking about anger? Could be could well, be that's like what the, I mean. yeah, depression when you get upset. Right? Like if you're upset about let's say Let's just generalize and say when you're down. When you're down. Okay, when, right? you're down okay, when you're down. Yeah. When you're down and out. Like for whatever reason. Right. Yeah. Just in general, life in general, you're down. You're not feeling it. I agree. Sometimes you, you do want to speak to a person. You have the one person. Right. Right. Not everybody does. Exactly. Right. Right. Or there's some things you don't want to speak to people about. Right. right? And right. that's a, that's not necessarily unhealthy. Right? A lot of times people think, oh, you're keeping things bottled up. Not necessarily. Mm-hmm. But not everything needs to be shared. Or some, everyone processes differently. I've had this conversation with people, before. right? Where? Not, not everything. Oh, yeah. Shared. Not everything yeah. needs to be shared. Yeah. And everybody processes things differently. Exactly. So whereas you, and I'm not saying this, but if you were the type of guy, Mark, when you get angry, you Hulk smash and punch a wall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have but, a couple uh, holes in our walls. Yeah. Uh, Mark's got an angry But that, that could be you. And for me, it could just be sit down and meditate or sleep or read a book or right. watch a movie, whatever it is, right? Everybody <laughs> has, everyone's different. Just like you can't adapt or force someone to follow your schedule. Correct. You can't for somebody to follow your self-care routines. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think everybody's different is basically yeah, what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then they that's that's a good out, outlook that's on it yeah, in regards to the 
music is music is your place. I think yeah, music's your place as well too, Mark. Yeah, right? Music um, it could be like going to the gym and working out, right? Mm -hmm. And that's my place. And, right. So there you go. And, and you know what's so messed up about this? My place is actually business, to be honest with you. Really? Yep. I feel the whenever I get worked up, I have to do something that relates back to business. So productivity. Unfortunately, it's productivity. productivity. But but see that's also healthy because you're channeling Something, something negative into something positive, positive. Correct. Yeah. into yeah. productivity correct. and creation. Correct. Correct. It, it could be. At the same time, though, if business is the thing that has you on tilt, That's you yeah. can't run right back to business. Oh, no, no, you go, like, yeah, that would be, yeah. it would be family yeah. then, yeah. in, in yeah. That, yeah. that perspective, yeah. right? Yeah. So it's, it, it all yeah. depends on, on what you're angry about at mm -hmm. that specific time. All right, well, listen, um, yes. that was a good, <laughs> it was a good, good conversation. Um, thank you for, um, thank you to our, um, our special guest, uh, Darian Hafaz, and I, 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 over the years, I've been calling him Hafaz, and then he's been like, Hafaz. That's, that's wow. not. It's Hafaz. Hafaz. Um, just like how I call Chris Grosso, but it's actually Grosso. <laughs> so I mess up. I slay people's names, so I'm not even gonna try with mine. Hey, hey, I don't. I don't half-ass anything. <laughs> anything. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, Thank you guys you know, for having like, me, so though. <laughs> No, thank you for having me. It was cool. No, no, thank you. Oh, My first time doing something like this. It was Bro, a lot of fun. You, did, you gave us some perspective. Yeah, yeah, I hope yeah. we gave he. You were able to give other people perspective on life. Uh, yeah, I hope so too. He dropped some knowledge you, bombs. Oh, bro, oh, you dropped oh. some serious some knowledge bombs in there. All of it I picked up from other people who've dropped it on me, right? Yeah, yeah, there so. you go. Thank you again. Um, we just want to remind you guys. Um, please be be kind to to someone today. Yes. Help someone grow. Um, definitely give someone you know opportunity, there which was go. the big one yes. for today. Especially yeah. your young people. Yes, young, young, young people, young, young and guys. old. I think young and older yeah. audience. They they don't yeah. get the opportunity. Give everybody, everybody. Sure. Um, but until next time, we are gone. Peace. See ya. See you later.